0: क्या पाओगी प्यार मुझ से जो किया तुमने तो क्या पाओगी मेरे हालात की An illustrious career spanning five decades, scripting some of Hindi cinema's success stories. <laughs> Look, stuck Penning dialogues which have become part of popular
1: lore. Go first,
0: inking the notes of passion love And longing Tanhai. Tanhai. Songs that you can't help but hum along to Yuhi Chala Chalani Yuhi Chala Chalani Arriving in Bombay as a 19-year-old, taking struggles in his stride, embarking on a cinematic journey in which he moved roles with
1: ease.
0: Yeah. <laughs> From a dialogue writer to a songwriter. You're celebrating Javed Akhtar's practical romanticism so firstly many congratulations five decades a journey that's been decorated with honors it has had had its fair share of struggle how would you describe your journey
1: well it was interesting it was um, i mean has had its ups and downs but uh, ultimately what matters is the grand total so i think life has been kind to me i have seen my share of uh, um, hurts and bruises, but who doesn't uh, Ultimately, I think um, I am in profit.
0: Sir, also from Gawalia to Mumbai, when you came as a 19-year-old, sir, what do you remember most about that period of time? No,
1: I was only born in Gawalia. I have never, never lived there. Perhaps I was a few months old when uh, my parents left the city. Uh, I have, before coming to Bombay, when I was 19, I came to Bombay, but before that my life was very equally divided in three cities, Lucknow, and then... um, Uh, Aligarh and then Bhopal Uh, I did my schooling in Lucknow and Aligarh and did my uh, college in Bhopal and after my graduation I came to Bombay Uh, so my memories are of uh, Lucknow I think those were my formative days because I left Lucknow when I was 11 or 12 Uh, then till the age of 15 I was in a legal school I never went to a legal Muslim university I was in school there. And then came to Bhopal to do my graduation. So these I think all these three cities and the culture of these cities has influenced me a lot. And so when I came to Bombay, I came with a certain culture, a certain language, certain uh, literary background, and so
0: on i so just a literary background. Sir, I mean, you come from a family of letters. Sir. How did your father influence you, sir? His writing, his poetry, I mean, being born in a family like that, a treasure trove of verses, poetry, and romanticism.
1: Yeah, uh, I was born in a family where there was literature all around. My father was a poet, so was my mother. She was a writer. My maternal uncle, I lived for uh, quite some time in Lucknow, as I told you, uh, in uh, my maternal grandfather's house where my maternal uncle, Majaz, who was an extremely popular and respected poet, uh, was there. uh, So poetry was all around. By the time I was uh, perhaps 11 or 12, I remembered hundreds of couplets. By the time I was 15 or 16, thousands of couplets. I was brought up in houses where there was a lot of uh, literature, people used to read, discuss. So obviously you, through some process of osmosis it comes into you even when you are uh, ostensibly more interested in cricket or something else, it goes into you. Uh, so I started reading literature at a very young age. I mean when I look back I <laughs> rather feel amused. that I, I wonder how much I understood it. Uh, but I had read them without totally understanding them, completely understanding them. So, you know... If you want to be a writer or if you want to be even a songwriter or a a film scriptwriter, uh, it is generally believed that uh, since I want to be a songwriter or I want to be a scriptwriter, so if I have seen films, that is enough, or if I have heard film songs, that is enough. But it's not true. Uh, You can't be a good playback singer uh, without knowing classical music, without having some understanding of uh, serious real music. Uh, that gives you craft, that gives you prowess to uh, sing a light song very easily. So I think even to be a good script writer or to be a competent lyric writer, it is necessary that you should be exposed to all kind of poetry and literature.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, and also, the film industry, writing for movies, sir, because Kefi Sabstein, uh, Jahanisar Sabstein, they wrote, I mean, basically poetry to inspire people. So, films just happened. But was it a uh, decision at your, at your end to make it into the movies and not just…
1: No, no. I was in film industry since 1970 and I started writing poetry uh, somewhere in uh, perhaps uh, early 80s uh, or late 70s. I was there as a scriptwriter. And when I started writing poetry, I was more of a closet poet because I never got it published. Uh, I never went to any uh, public podium. Uh, There were very few people who knew about it. And uh, one of them was Mr. Yesh Chopra because I had worked with him as a scriptwriter in quite a few films. So this was his bright idea. And one day he came and he said that I want you to write lyrics for me. And I think any... A writer would give his right arm, would have given his right arm to write for Mr. Yash Chopra, but uh, I refused. I said, No, I'm not writing poetry to become a, a songwriter. This is my personal expression. I am a professional scriptwriter. That is good enough. But he insisted and he pursued me. He did not let me get out and made me write songs for Silsila. But once I must accept that, once I wrote those songs. I thoroughly enjoyed the process and I got into it. So thanks to Mr. Yash Chopra's insistence that I am a lyric writer.
0: When you were writing for movies, I mean, uh, what was it? Was it your inner turmoil, angst, of struggle that came out through the because if you see, it's the young man in the city?:
1: Now, such things don't happen on a very conscious level. Uh, and people can wax eloquent in uh, retrospect, but uh, the fact is that uh, most of uh, uh, my work is in partnership with uh, Salim Saab. We are two people. Um, and uh, when we were writing, say, Zanjeer or Diwar or Trishul or Shakti or uh, all these films, I mean, we were blissfully unaware that this is the representation of uh, or personification of contemporary discontent and anger and this is the manifestation of changing socio-economic situations in the society. We had no idea. We were writing because we thought these are interesting scripts. I'm happy that we were not aware that it has any social relevance because if we would have been aware of uh, the social relevance of these uh, uh, stories, that would have meant that we are looking at it from outside. We were the part of that very society. We were breathing the same air, and we were thinking the way most of the people were thinking, unaware that most of the people are thinking like that. Uh, it's good. Otherwise, we would have become very conscious. janti Roma. My एक मेरी मां के साथ, और एक अपनी नौकरी के साथ.
0: अपनी मां का बेटा
1: मैं हूँ, और मेरी
0: सौतेली मां,
1: यानी मेरे बाप की दूसरी बीवी का बेटा है,
0: कानून. कानून. Also, underlying conflict, father and son, or with authority, that's an underlying theme that continues in your writing with Sadim Saab.
1: Give me, give me an example, like 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 Trishul Trishul or Shakti.
0: Shakti.
1: One is Trishul, another is Shakti. But then there is another thing which is recurring in our script is a very powerful mother image. Uh, yes, uh, but um, I think uh, again uh, we belong to a society. Now you don't see mothers in films and even if you see mothers, they are very cool mothers. Very true. They are not, beta. chai uh, to pita ja, aise nahi hai, to Tere liye laddu. Mothers have stopped making laddus. So, uh, these mothers are very cool mothers, yes. and they have uh, uh, a kind of a um, friendly relationship with the, their you know, children, whether the daughter or the son. so things have changed, yes. but that was the time where mother was on a pedestal in yes. the society and in the films. Yes. Uh, perhaps that um, family was still very, very important. the more uh, you, your society gets industrialized uh, people turn into individuals they stop thinking in terms of uh, groups
0: Like mummy
1: ne sab tumhare liye
0: ye bangla So coming to lyrics, when you wrote dialogues for movies, you had an actor in mind. When you're writing songs, do you also have the actor in mind, or are you just writing for an individual or as per the screenplay? You write for
1: the character, you do write for the character, but um, yes, I mean, if you have an actor with a male or female whom you really admire, like and have respect for his or her talent, that will be more exciting because you know that the person will perform it well. So that can uh, definitely give you a bit more energy. Uh, but uh, otherwise you are more involved with the situation and more often than not you are writing not only for a situation but to a tune. The tune comes first. So, uh, one is looking for some kind of perfection, some kind of excellence in, uh, there than to think about who is going to sing it on the screen. So,
0: 1942, a love story, excellent songs and also Barman Saab's last song. So, how did things change from there, I mean. Well, that was the time, the,
1: uh, uh, that was a kind of a dark age of Hindi film music. And um, the lowest common denominator, the so called lowest common deno- denominator, had really become very low and very common. Uh, but at that time, as a matter of fact, I must uh, uh, thank Viduvuno Chopra, who was making this film, who is the producer and director of the picture, that he let us do this kind of work. This was not the kind of work that was selling in the market at that time. Um, but uh, he believed in us. He believed in uh, um, pajam or he believed in me and uh, gave us room to do this kind of work. I mean, really, I must be thankful to him. I am. And uh, it is generally believed that, you know, um, audience doesn't want... Uh, Uh, in-depth songs or anything which is, um, which makes you think or feel. uh, They don't want to think. Uh, That's not true. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not true at all. Whenever uh, you have given good uh, music or good lyrics, they have been appreciated and they have been uh, uh, accepted by the audience in a very grand way. Rahman comes, give me the tune also. I thought I'm going to die of, of tension. So generally I sleep very late. But believe me, out of the tension, I slept at about 9 in the evening. Because so I was not able to face this tension.
0: Oh, be, 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 be. So you wrote in the 80s, you saw in, also wrote in the 90s, 2000s, 70s, 70s and songs. What was the change in each decade? What did each decade represent to you? What happens when time
1: passes away and you think of the past. You always think of wonderful things and you start believing the past was wonderful. As a matter of fact, at any given point in time, there are good people and bad people. There are good films and bad films. There are good songs and bad songs. With time, you forget the mediocre. You forget the ordinary uh, and you only remember the extraordinary, the excellent. And then you start identifying those decades only with the best Now today I think much more professionalism has come in cinema, Uh, 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 technically we have uh, uh, taken a leap, the the kind of finesse you have in Indian cinema, you don't uh, see that kind of finesse in films that were made earlier, most of the films. So things have improved on one hand, but again you don't have films that have the kind of depth Gurudath or Bimal Roy. Gave to you. That is is still missing. But I can see that young filmmakers are moving in that direction. And it is a matter of time, we will make even better pictures. So I am very hopeful.
0: नहीं। I'm talking about lyrics, sir, you had also said that, you know, songwriting, a lot of people bemoan that melody has gone. Some people say, I mean, of course, there are exceptions like you and all, but the rest say, ye koi lyrics hote hai, yeh No, no, that's
1: true. That's true. That's very true. I think Indian film music is going... Uh, 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 through a phase which is totally based on some kind of misunderstanding, uh, based on wrong values, wrong assessment of the market. And it is not because of the music directors. It is not because of the lyricists. It is because of the people who are marketing music. And they are putting this kind of a pressure on uh, Indian film music. They think this is what they can sell. This is what that will uh, uh, be accepted by the audience, but and these are the people who uh, are grossly and very craftly commercial, but uh, they are short-sighted people. They don't understand what will stay, and that is why today a song has no shelf life at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they, uh, I I feel surprised why they don't wonder about it. Why it, it has no shelf life? Uh, But even now, uh, the moment a film will come, an album will come, music more, uh, uh, shall I say, in peace with itself. Uh, It has some uh, music that has some, in Sanskrit there is a very good word, isthirta. That is what we lack, Isthirta. We are gaining speed, tempo, at the cost of depth that is sad, which is a synthesis of reasonable tempo and desirable depth, it will work. That young people like this, who told them that? The fact is that if you go through all the this musical contests that you have on different uh, TV channels, these young people who come there, I have been uh, on the jury of a couple of programs, and when they come, they sing songs from sixties, fifties. Right. They don't sing today's songs. Now these are the young people. Why don't they sing that song? Why they only sing songs from fifties and sixties and seventies? Why? <laughs>
0: True sir, but on the other hand, you have given us some Super melody. I see your children's films, whether it's yes. Kabhoonke Parinde or me- Rock on ke songs. People, they're humble. There is poetry in it. What is it like working with your Did children? Do you know
1: what has happened? Let me tell you. There is a kind of a misconception. You know, in West, the usage of music is different from our country. In whole of Europe or US if you go around, you will never find a person going on a bicycle or walking on the pavement singing a song. Never. You will find some people standing near a lamppost with a guitar and singing. Okay. But somebody going on a bicycle singing yesterday, nobody will do it. (laughs) Nobody does it. People don't sing like that. In our country, everybody is a singer. All of us sing. For us, songs are not to be heard, but to be sung. Right. We hear songs because we want to sing them. Now you have to provide songs to the people who uh, songs that can be sung. We are this is a kind of a blind following of the western uh, society where songs are not made for singing; they are only made to be heard. And that is the fallacy. That is what is going uh, wrong with Indian film music. उड़े
0: खुली आसमां में ख्वाबों के परिंदे उड़े दिल के जहां में के so what is it like working with
1: your
0: kids sir Children, whether it's Farhan, whether it's Zoya, I mean, there's an excellent poetry. Whether Dil Chata hai, I mean, when Dil yeah. Chata hai came, everyone thought that maybe Farhan, why is he releasing a movie? Why is he made a movie like that? But it's a cult film. I mean, yeah. everything has progressed from there. I mean, the new age started from there. Yeah. What is it like writing for your children, sir? As a matter of fact, it is like writing
1: for anybody else's children because I am working with a lot of children. <laughs> Very true. I'm working <laughs> with, I have worked with uh, uh, Yajoal's son. Uh, Karan. I had seen Karan when he was 7 or 8 years old and uh, I wrote the very first film of his father that he produced, Dostana, with Amitabh uh, Bachchan and, and Shatruvan Sinha. and then came a time when I wrote for him. I have uh, written for Mr. Yash Chopra and then uh, under the supervision of um, Aditya Chopra. It is uh, what you call a generation gap That only comes when you believe that you know more because you were born earlier, Um, which is a fallacy because we don't give this kind of a margin to people who were born before us. There are certain things which obviously I know and they don't, and there are certain things they know that I don't. So it should be a kind of a mutual respect and give and take, and as long as I, in all humility and honesty, I believe that there are certain things that they understand better. I think they'll be grateful enough to accept that there are certain things which I understand better, and that is how we can work. Uh, when I'm working with Zoya or with Farhan I don't think So they have to listen what I'm telling them uh, That doesn't work uh, You have to understand that uh, They have read, wherever they have read Whether Farhan or Zoya or Karan or anybody They have read because they have something in them and that something has to be understood by me this world belongs more to them today than what to me so if i listen to them carefully and try to understand what they are saying then uh, i hope uh, and uh, it does work they listen to me and they try to understand what i'm saying and we find a common point
0: Oh, man. oh it are most challenging, if there's any kissab, most challenging of this new lot, any film that you worked on, you were like, oh my god, how do I write for this movie now?
1: Yeah, it happened, I'll tell you, I mean, so often you feel that, sometimes you feel that this tune that you are uh, given and you have to write a song to this tune, this tune is so good. Like when uh, Shankar Esan loy gave me this tune of uh, Kal Ho Na Ho, it was a tune. But I realized that this tune has certain purity, certain ethereal quality. And I told them that, listen, I'll take some time to bring myself in a mental frame where I can write song for this particular tune because this tune is so good that I will have to stand my toe. But the most uh, tricky situation that I have uh, negotiated as a lyricist was in uh, Saudis. One day I got a message from Mr. Ashutosh Guarika that he was shooting uh, somewhere near Mahableshwar. And in the evening he said that uh, Rahman is also coming and he'll stay in the same hotel and he has made arrangements, he'll be able to record a song within the hotel room because then he's leaving for uh, England for a few months and I want a song where I have to shoot on this location. So I said fine, we'll do it. So what is the situation? And then when he told me the situation, I almost got a cardiac arrest. Because he said, you see, the situation is that uh, in this village where we are shooting, uh, there is a Ram Leela and uh, there is a particular scene where Sita is sitting in Ashok Valtika and Raman comes and Raman asks Sita that what have you seen in Ram? Why you have such great admiration and reverence for him? And she answers and there is a discussion between two I said, have you lost your mind? You should have told me to, at least I would have brought Ram Charatramanas <laughs> or some other books to find something out of them to write a song. I mean, do you realize that it is such a sensitive topic? How can we write a song just like that? You, 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 both of us will be in deep trouble. If one word goes wrong, you no, know, no, I know you will be able to manage it with you. Know. And then in the evening, A.R. Rahman comes, give me the tune also. I thought I'm going to die of, of tension. So generally I sleep very late. But believe me, out of the tension, I slept at about 9 in the evening. Because I was not able to face this tension. Got up at about 5.36. So there was a cassette player, a cassette, paper pen lying there. And they thought that I'll write the song. So I got up with total conviction that obviously it cannot be done. But I have to show it to Mr. Gowarekar that, see, I tried. It didn't work. i It's not that I have not tried it. So I sat down and I started writing. And lo and behold, that by 7.38, I had finished the song. Ram, Ram ka ratna jo ye tum ne lagaya Sita, Sita, tum ne Ram mein aisa kya Gun paaya
0: नी शब्द ही कहां है पहुंचगा उस शिखर पे कौन भला मेरे जी जहां सबसे है, मर्यादा उत्तम मर्यादा पुरुषोत्तम है सबसे शक्तिशाली है फिर भी में पर उनके संयम को है सीमा, रावन समय। some personal favorite that you applaud yourself, like
1: I have written that, I am so happy. Nowadays I am busy applauding myself for something else. You see, after a long time I have done something which has really uh, excited me. You see, what is the definition of classic? The classic is something which is totally relevant to its own times, but remains relevant in any time. It doesn't become old or obsolete or archaic. Okay. Uh, And uh, recently I have done a program um, where I have selected Doha, uh, uh, Doha's of uh, Kabir, uh, Rahim, Tulsi, Vrind, and uh, they are in slightly unfamiliar language. But after reciting the Doha, I have explained the meaning and then discuss for, say, seven, eight, nine minutes, six minutes, how this Doha is relevant in today's life, in contemporary life, in the life of a young man today, young person. Uh, and that was, uh, was really a very interesting and very uh, satisfying uh, um, exercise. This, this excited me. Thank you so
0: much, sir. You're welcome. And another 50, many, many more. Why Thank not you. a century to you? Thank, Thank you. so much, you. Sir. <laughs> Tony, बातों Tony, तरसती
1: बाहों
0: और